Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The lights are out. Curry gets it. The lights go out. The game is over, and we're here to pick up the pieces. This is Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Curry crosses midcourt, wants Wiggins to come over, flash through, Wiggins gets the pass, spins, goes up, finger rolled it in, George Gervin-like. That was sweet. What a spin move, the footwork. 42-40, to 40. Dallas's lead is two, Warriors finally get it going here in the second. And what a night for Andrew Wiggins. What a night for the Golden State Warriors as they now have a three games to none series advantage in the Western Conference Finals. They beat the Mavs tonight in Dallas, 109-100. to Game four to be played on Tuesday, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson inside American Airlines Center in Dallas. And uh, we'll keep this thing going uh, for the next hour plus here as we react to the Warriors now being one win away from reaching the NBA Finals for the sixth time in the last eight years. And just a remarkable, remarkable number. And there are a lot of things to get to here as we open the show. But you look at the Warriors now going back to 2018. Now they had the two-year gap of not making the playoffs in 2020 and, and 2021. But you go all the way back to 2018 now and the Warriors have won nine consecutive Western Conference Finals games, going back to Game 6 against the Rockets. They won the final two games of that series. They swept the Blazers in 2019. And then you get the two-year gap, and now three straight to begin this Conference Finals against the Mavs. So nine consecutive Western Conference Finals victories for Golden State. The Warriors also got their 26th consecutive series with a road win in a playoff series going all the way back to 2013, the Steph, Clay, Dre era beginning with that series in Denver against the Nuggets, and the Warriors have carried that through in every single playoff series that they've played. 
Another box check, 26 consecutive playoff series with a road victory. So a lot to get into, a lot to react to as the Warriors take the commanding 3-0 lead. And uh, we'll hear from Steve Kerr. Uh, We'll hear from other players downstairs here inside American Airlines Center. But your phone calls, your text messages, the Xfinity Mobile text line are what make this show go. So 888-957-9570-888-957-9570. Join me from Dallas, uh, and we'll take you on into the night here with the Warriors now, again, one win away from getting back to the NBA Finals. What can you say about Andrew Wiggins? I mean, just to to start there, uh, the defense against Luka Doncic uh, and the the posterization of Luka Doncic, I think putting an exclamation point on his productivity, not only in the playoffs, but in this game tonight and in this series. I think we're probably going to look back on Tuesday or Thursday when the Warriors are able to pick up their final win in this series and call that the crowning moment of the series or the moment that essentially put the Dallas Mavericks to bed in this series. Uh, Wiggins with the dunk. It was wiped away initially with the the offensive foul. Steve Kerr had the challenge, was able to challenge it, uh, and the challenge was uh, enabled the Warriors to get that call overturned. Dunk stands at that point, and uh, you just couple that with championship-caliber defense in the fourth quarter, championship-caliber defense uh, against Luka Doncic, who again got his... 40 points, but it wasn't an easy 40 points, and the Warriors really made life difficult again for the Mavs in terms of the three-point shot. 13 for 45, 28.9% from three, and something that we knew from the very beginning of this series, if the Warriors were going to be able to keep Dallas down from three-point range in terms of efficiency, the Mavericks were going to have no chance. Just point-blank, end of story. Luka was going to do his thing, although the Warriors have made him work. But the three-point shot was going to be the single greatest determining factor as to whether or not the Mavericks could hang in this series and compete and contend against the Warriors. And now in two games, they have not shot the three-ball well. The Warriors have dominated in game one, controlled game two, uh, or game three rather, here tonight. The Mavs did hit a bunch of threes on Friday night at Chase, and that afforded them at least an opportunity to hang in that game and have the potential to win it down the stretch, but still not enough there, and the Warriors able to jump right back on Dallas tonight uh, and and close them out, uh, essentially uh, snuff them out with the championship caliber defense. How about Steph Curry? Uh, tonight as well. Steph Curry, just a quiet 27 in three quarters, controlling the game, 11 assists, five boards. And if Andrew Wiggins hasn't been the best player in this series, Steph Curry has been the best player in this series and just quietly, calmly getting it done. How would he handle the, the, the Mavericks trapping defense and taking the ball out of his hands? I think he set the tone for what we've seen, which is the Warriors continuing to just abuse the Mavs in the paint. 46-34, to 34, the advantage there. Trying to run the Warriors off the three-point line. The Warriors taking advantage, getting to the basket, and, and using the draw-and-kick game to get themselves in position to where... They were able to to take the layups when they were there, but have the three-point shot find them in, in key moments, and the Warriors were able uh, to do that uh, to the tune of, uh, again, just another game where they're able to, to 
score from two, and hit some timely threes. Timely threes. Clay Thompson, timely dagger threes uh, when the Warriors needed him. Jordan Poole, timely dagger three uh, late in this one to help uh, put the Warriors and keep the Mavs at, at arm's length, 107-99, and that pretty much did it uh, in, in the final minute of play. So clutch threes in important moments with Curry setting the tone and championship caliber defense, and then not much more you can say about Andrew Wiggins, who's just coming into his own as a championship player for this Warriors team. I mean, this isn't the Andrew Wiggins that many believed he was when the Warriors traded for him going back to 2020 uh, when he comes over from the Minnesota Timberwolves. So 888-957-9570. There was some tough news on Otto Porter Jr. We'll give you the latest on what's going on with Otto Porter Jr. here in just a moment uh, as Warriors wrap-up rolls on here from Dallas on 95.7 The Game. Let's get to the phones. Uh, 888-957-9570. Tim is going to get us tipped off tonight in North Carolina. Tim, what's going on, my man? How are you? Appreciate you hanging with us so late, and uh, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Tim. What's up, Jay? I appreciate you coming to me early, man. Yeah, it's kind of late over here, but Jay, I mean, honestly, this is, it's all about Andrew Wiggins, man. I mean, nobody expected this. I mean, Jay, when we look, I mean, honestly, every game I'm looking at, it's house money to me because coming into this season, Jay, I didn't expect Jordan Poole. Nobody knew what we was going to see from Clay Thompson. We didn't know what we were going to get from Wiggins. I mean, to me, it's all house money, and then, Jay, the next coming up next year, we got we got an athletic freak number two draft pick coming. We got a Moses Moody and a Kaminga with another year under their belt. And we got Clay Thompson coming with his second year. And everybody always says the second year after the Kiwis is always better. So, Jay, honestly, man, I mean, everything I'm seeing, I'm just, I'm just extremely excited. I mean, I mean, looking at Wiggins out there, Wiggins is absolutely loving this matchup against Doncic. And I don't want to get ahead of myself. But he's loving it, man. He, you can look at the screen and understand that he wants to go back at him. Um, he understands that the guy's gonna score just because of the volume. It's gonna happen. But I mean, Jay, I honestly, I don't. I mean, like I said, it's all house money to me, man. I can actually look at these games and not go crazy, losing my mind <laughs> if these guys don't perform and they're actually winning every damn game. When I'm going into it, expecting them maybe not to. So. Uh, like I said, I appreciate you coming to me early, J.D., but have a good night, man. Take care, brother. Yep. Appreciate it, Tim. 888-957-9570. Tim's line open for you here as we continue. I think Warrior fans have got to love it at, at this point, the position that, that this team has put themselves in because you may have thought coming into this season that it was a little bit of house money, but the reality is now this team is the favorite to win the NBA championship. I mean, they're one win away from getting back for a sixth time in eight years, and it looks as if the Eastern Conference Series is going to be a knockdown, dragout, bloodbath grind into six and seven games with the way it's played out in the first three and Miami having the two games to one advantage in that one with game four to be played tomorrow in Boston. So the Warriors have a hell of an opportunity to close this thing out on Tuesday or close this thing out worst case scenario on Thursday back at Chase and the NBA finals are not going to start for another week from Thursday. The finals start on June the 2nd. So if the Warriors wrap this thing up on Tuesday night, they're going to have over a week to get ready for the NBA Finals while 
the Celtics and the Heat are, are going back and forth and, and, and continuing to, to knock each other to the ground and both those teams dealing with some injury concerns. And so not to mention the fact that, that the road to the finals, home court advantage is going to run through Chase as well. So the Warriors are in an incredible position, but I think the two players you mentioned, Tim, Wiggins and Poole, the emergence of Wiggins to – not only become an all-star, which he was in the regular season, but in the postseason, he's become a 16-game guy. He's become someone that is a winning playoff player at the highest level. It's not Andrew Wiggins holding his own. It's not Andrew Wiggins being out there with Stephen Clay and Draymond and not screwing things up. It's Andrew Wiggins actively helping the Golden State Warriors push for a championship push forward, defending Luka Doncic, scoring 27 on a night like tonight, doing it efficiently. I mean, he, he is setting his career trajectory now in a different path uh, in, in what is his second full season with the, the Golden State Warriors. And as far as Jordan Poole goes, Poole turning himself into a, a legitimate sixth man slash pseudo starter if somebody's out contributor you know the next guy that that can fill the bucket if Steph and or Clay don't have it or if Wiggins is having an off night that those two are the two that have raised this thing to a, a point where I don't think many people realized it, it it could get to coming into the year because those two players are a level above, I think, right now, what they projected to be at the beginning. 888-957-9570, Joe in San Jose is next here on Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Joe. What's going on, J.D.? What's going on, man? How are you? The thing is this. It's great. Wonderful. Let's win, let's win Tuesday night and we shut this down and let's watch Boston beat up on Miami and Miami come to the Bay and get theirs too. But anyways, what I'm saying is this team it has no quit and they don't lay eggs. If steps off, somebody else is showing up. And that's the thing that Luca doesn't have. He doesn't have somebody that's gonna if, you know, God forbid, God forbid if he comes he comes and lays an egg the next game because they ain't got their well, they won't have a shot and you know what? But let me tell you one thing with this team. It just it comes. Everybody is on the same page, and it's just moving and moving and moving. And it's some of the best basketball I've ever witnessed. And my boy Looney, oh man, I'll praise the Looney. That guy, he knows what he has to do. Scores his little points, and just gives assists and rebounds, and boom, there it is. That's a keeper right there. Looney is a keeper in my book. Yeah, and it's, he's going to change the conversation, I think. And appreciate the call, Joe. As far as what do the Warriors do as far as trying to keep the band back together? I mean, that's not necessarily a topic for tonight, but as this team inches closer to a potential NBA championship and at least an NBA Finals appearance, the questions are only going to come. Can they keep Kevon Looney? Can they keep Otto Porter? Can they keep Gary Payton II in addition to some of the young players that are going to be on the rise? And, of course, Steph Clay and Draymond and, and Jordan Poole's going to get paid as well coming up this uh this offseason. All right, let's get now to our Handyman Hero of the Game. Handyman Hero of the Game brought to you by Handyman Heroes. Handyman Heroes is your one-stop shop for home repair and remodeling. Mention the game for a 10% discount on all labor. You visit handymanhero.com 
www.handymanhero.es. That's www.handymanhero.es. And how can it not be Andrew Wiggins tonight? Uh, 27 points, a plus 22, 11-20 from the floor. And the posterization of Luka Doncic and the defense as well on, on Doncic, which has just been a factor throughout the entire series. But again, Doncic got 40 tonight, but he had to work for it. And the Warriors continued to be able to take enough of the others away, contest three-point looks to where Dallas didn't shoot a high percentage. But it all starts with the ball pressure and just trying to make life as difficult as possible for Luka Doncic. And that's what Andrew Wiggins has done possession in and possession out when he's been on the floor, basically trying to mirror Doncic and, and follow him around like he's a he's a, a number one receiver on a football team and, and Wiggins is the, the shutdown corner. Now, he didn't shut him down because you really can't shut down Luka Doncic. He's just that good, but you can make him work. You can make life difficult, and that's exactly what Andrew Wiggins did in addition to the flash plays, uh, and you get no greater flash play than the dunk that he had on Luka Doncic. So tonight's handyman hero of the game is Andrew Wiggins, uh, and that is brought to you by uh, Handyman Heroes, your one-stop shop for home repair and remodeling. 888-957-9570, John Dickinson in Dallas at a very quiet American Airlines Center as the Warriors uh, take the 3-0 lead over the Dallas Mavericks with Game 4 to be played on Tuesday night. Uh, not all great news. Otto Porter Jr. came up limping in, in the first half of this one, played a few possessions, but but was really limping around, unable to return in the second half. And a quick update on Otto Porter Jr. from Steve Kerr postgame downstairs. Uh, he did say that it's definitely concerning Steve Kerr of Otto Porter Jr., definitely concerning. X-rays, though, were negative on that foot, and the Warriors will know more tomorrow about Otto Porter Jr. So Warriors, it sounds like they're going to be without him, at least for for the remainder of this series, at least for the next couple of games. I know Porter had to shut it down uh, in the Memphis series and then was able uh, to, to work his way back for this series. But three games in, it looks like the Warriors may be without Otto Porter Jr. once again. So 888-957-9570. If we hear anything else between now and in the next hour here while we're on the air, we'll definitely pass it along to you. But right now, x-rays negative. More information tomorrow. Steve Kerr calling the foot injury definitely concerning. Let's get uh, Bobby in Oakland next here on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Bobby. All right. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, I, I just got to focus in on, on Wiggins. Um, because of the way he's playing, I'm feeling more confident that we could actually win the series against Boston, no matter what. Because if he's playing out of his mind, I, I keep playing in my mind, Kobe Bryant told him, I think Wiggins might have been 18 or 19, and when I look at him, it's like looking into a mirror. I'm starting to see flashes of that. He may take a couple more seasons, work on that shot a little bit more, keep that aggressiveness. Warriors must make it a priority to sign this guy because his talent is just another level and a couple more levels he can go to. So because of him and the way everyone is playing, really, for all that fact, I'm confident we can actually win this championship. So I just wanted to pass that thought to see what you think about that. Well, it's looking better and better by the day. I mean, it really is. And it's not only the way the Warriors have played – 
And and look, this Warriors team's got a little grit and grind to them. They, they do, because they have been tested in that fashion. Memphis tested them in that fashion. Dallas has tried to test them in that fashion, although I don't think they have the personnel to really do it effectively for, for long periods of time. And, and the Warriors have been up to the challenge, whether it's defensively or physicality or, or pushing back. Uh, and, and, yeah, I think Andrew Wiggins has been a, a huge part of that. And, look, you're going to have to have your primary wing – if you're going to beat the Boston Celtics, and look, they're trailing in this series against Miami two games to one. We'll see how it shakes out. But if you're going to beat either one of those teams, in particular the Celtics, though, Wiggins is going to have to play huge because they've got Jalen Brown and Tatum and Marcus Smart and others. So Wiggins is going to have to be on on one of those dudes and helping to lock them down if you're going to win that win that series. You know, Jimmy Butler's a handful if it winds up being Miami potentially at an NBA Finals. But yeah, Wiggins leveling up and taking a little bit of the heat off of Clay and and as he comes back and and hasn't always been the the Clay Thompson of old offensively. He he's helped offset it really on both ends. Some of the offense when the Warriors have needed a lift, but the fact that that Clay isn't really that guy that, that can guard the Lucas of, of the world uh, like he used to. Although I'll say this, Clay did have an unbelievable possession uh, on Luca in in the fourth quarter. Just a championship caliber possession. They forced a shot clock violation. That was the the defensive sequence of the series. I thought for Clay Thompson because Luca called him out and saw him, and you could tell Luca wanted to take him and he couldn't. And, it, and he forced a, a wild shot. And it didn't even hit the rim. It got scattered around the basket, and it wound up being a shot clock violation. Luca wanted to take him, and he couldn't. And that was a, a nice little moment, I thought, for for Clay Thompson. All right, uh, Luke Man in Fairfield, ninety-five-seven. The game. Hey, Luke Man. Hey, how you doing? How you doing today, man? Thanks for taking my call. Uh, you got it. I just want to start off by saying uh, prayers to Otto Porter. I hope you get better soon. We need you out there. You are a big part of this team. Um, Wiggins, like everybody's saying, he's been great. I honestly, I've, I've felt like this is this is what I've expected from him when we first got him. But to see it coming coming alive now is, is great. You know, we got to call him playoff Wiggs because this, this isn't just this series. It hasn't just been the last series. He's been doing it since game one versus the Nuggets. And he's been consistent with his energy and his defense. Um, and and just the Warriors' defense overall has just been amazing. It's what's really been keeping us in these games and our, and our game planning. Thanks for taking my call. Have a great night, brother. Appreciate it. 888-957-9570, 888-957-9570. John Dickinson here in Dallas. Warriors win it 109-100. Three games to none. Series advantage for the Dubs over the Mavs. Game number four, 6 o'clock Pacific time on Tuesday night with the Warriors looking to get back to the NBA Finals for the first time since 2019 and for the sixth time in the last eight seasons. Max in San Jose, you're up next here on Warriors Wrap-Up. What's up, Max? Hey, how's it going? Thanks for taking my call, John. And, uh, you know, I just thought a really key point to the game tonight was uh, was the turnover battle, basically us staying within 10. I really thought if we stayed under 15, 
Uh, we have a real shot at, at taking whatever Dallas is going to try to give to us tonight. I really feel like that was the key also behind Andrew Wiggins playing super aggressive, getting to the, getting to the hole. And But, um, man, what a great game. Minimize the turnovers. I think if we keep doing that, I, I really do feel super confident as a fan, feeling super happy about what we can do here. Thanks for taking my call, guys. Appreciate yeah, it. Appreciate it. Just 10 turnovers for the Warriors tonight. I know we've talked a lot about the ball pressure and and the Warriors' ability uh, to – or the, the inability, really, of Dallas to fully make the Warriors pay. It, it's felt in this series, and, and it was different for me in the Memphis series. I thought in the Memphis series, even the turnovers that looked like they were unforced, I thought were forced by Memphis. Their, their length, their athleticism, their style of play – speeding the game up. I thought you give credit to Memphis. I thought some of the turnover issues that the Warriors have had in this series have been really just their own doing and and easier to clean up because when you look at it it becomes you know it, it becomes just Dallas can't force it. It it's it, and and the Warriors able to correct it. We talked about that on on Warriors Live before the game with Whitey Gleason, the fact that the Warriors were able to to correct it on their own, and they were able to do that tonight. I thought paint points were key tonight. I thought the starters in the first half were key tonight. You, you look at, at the game uh, at halftime, and the Warriors had a one-point lead at halftime, but they jumped out to a 19-7 lead, and then it was 35-13 Dallas after it was a 19-7 lead uh, over this middle chunk of the game. The Mavs led by 10, and then the Warriors closed the half with a 15-5 finish to take a one-point lead there, and it was really the starters that, that got the job done for the Warriors over over that stretch and over that, that sequence in the game. The starters terrific for the Warriors as, you know, they, they just, they put their imprint on the game. Nothing for the for the Mavs as far as, as Kleba. Uh, but the starting lineup, plus 15 in the first half, plus 7 right off the top, plus 8 in the final couple of minutes after the Warriors got down and looked like they were in a vulnerable position. Uh, and then they jumped right back out and took control of the game early in the third quarter a- as well. All right, let's keep it rolling. Coach P in Fremont next on 95.7 The Game. What's up, Coach What's up, JD? Love the show like always and loving the win. Um, just like you said, man, the Stars really stepped up. I mean, Wiggins, wow, he, he was a beast out there. Uh, Looney going going Looney Tunes on the boards like always. I mean, while like this playoff run, it's just, I mean, man, just, just the rebound alone has just helped out this team tremendously. And I don't know what Dallas – I don't know what they're going to do at this point. You know what I mean? They kind of look toward, you know, they look like they have no answers. Whenever there's any kind of, uh, you know, spark from them, it seems like we do what it takes to kind of lower that down. And uh, we've really had control of the whole series, to be honest. Like you said, yeah, that little spark where I think they went up a little bit, 37, 35, something like that. That was like the little moment, but we just came back around, took control. And, uh, yeah, just like I said, shout out to Wiggins, man. This guy's really coming along this playoff uh, run and, I'm just loving it. One way away from the final. Let's do it, baby. Go Dubs. Appreciate the call. 888-957-9570. Good call there, Coach P in Fremont. Uh, let's get Rich Ray next on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Rich Ray. JD, what's up, man? I 
Darn, man. Like, so you got to pinch me. I think I'm dreaming. Like, are we seriously up 3-0? <laughs> like, like, so Dallas gave us. Rich Ray, that, that's what, that's what, I'm going to jump in real quick. That's what happens when you come back and win game two like that. It flips the whole thing, man. And I, I kind of had a feeling that this game three was going to be different than, you know, typically you see the home team come out. And, and like, to me, I thought there was going to be a little bit of a letdown or a little bit of a, we can't hit 21 threes again from the Mavs. And, and it turns out that's exactly what happened. But go ahead, my man. I, I apologize for interrupting you. No, nah, no, no problem. But like, Dallas played so well game two and three, and it's like, you know, here's what I'm thinking. I'm like, okay, if we can steal this next series against Boston, just steal it in like six. You got Wiseman coming back and, you know, Moody and Kaminga. Like, so I know you're not feeling me on Wiseman. Like, Looney's going to start. He's our guy. We just got to keep him on the staff. But, like, we're going to be better next year. There's no moves that needs to be made. I'm thinking two peak at this point tonight. I mean, like, we have so <laughs> many weapons. I'm just, I'm, I'm just, I'm astonished. Like, I'm following these guys. I, like, you were talking about, oh, Dallas has no answers after game one. You know, they're like, this, like, how can they beat us? And I'm like, yeah, right, dude. This series is going six at least. And I go to these <laughs> next two games. Dallas is in full control, and, like, it's like, this has been too easy. Like, this is not right. This is not fair at this point. Like, we should really be, like, who wants Kevin Durant? Like, like that's such a blessing. Like, KD, if you listening, stay away, bro. Like, I'll take it off the air, JD, man, but love it, man. You're doing, doing well as usual, man. Love you, man. All right, all right, Rich Ray, appreciate it, man. It's just too many missed shots, too many empty possessions for, for the Mavs in this series. And, look, they had action on Friday night. They did. They hit 21 threes. They played a terrific offensive game, uh, at least in the first half in the fourth quarter, only 13 in the third quarter. But, but every game, and I'm a big believer in the pulse of a series. If, you have, if you're an underdog team and you have a shot to win a game and you can't win that game when it's right there in front of you, I think it's difficult to overcome sometimes, even in the next game, even if you're coming home. And and look, my big question on the Mavs, no disrespect to them, but coming into this series, would they be able to make shots consistently against the Warriors to extend the series? And in two out of the three games, they haven't done it. And so maybe they come out, they hit 16 threes on Tuesday night, and they extend the series, and, and we'll see where things go from there. But when you win the game where they hit 21 threes that that I don't want to say ends it because that's disrespectful at two nothing but it definitely flips it and it it dares a team like Dallas to go ahead and do it again and and they were unable to do it and the Warriors with a, a real poised championship level defensive effort tonight some clutch shots some taking advantage of the paint Curry doing his thing Wiggins doing his thing and now this team's one win from getting back to the NBA Finals. All right, we'll pause here, 888-957-9570. We'll hear from Steve Kerr. We'll hear from players in the locker room as well. Uh, John Dickinson from Dallas, Warriors 109, Mavs 100. Heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, 
You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Poole, back to Draymond, skipped it over to Clay. Palm fake on Dodgers. Dodgers went for the steal. Clay penetrates out to Poole for three. It's on the way. It's good! Jordan Poole with a huge shot. He hasn't had a big night, but he hits a big one right there. 107 to 99. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95-7 The Game. John Dickinson inside American Airlines Center in Dallas. Warriors 109, Mavericks 100. Three games to none, series advantage for the Warriors. 888-957-9570. Sterling, I I misheard you there. Did, Did we have a call or not? You could just tell me in my ear if we do the name. Otherwise, I'll get to some texts, and then we'll get to uh, Steve Kerr. What do we got, Sterling? That guy in Oakland is up next here on the phone lines. Calls before texts, and that guy is on the line. So you are on 95.7 The Game. What's going on, that guy? Hey, good evening, J.D. Good evening. Thanks for holding it down in Denver. Hey, this is a beautiful night, man. This is a beautiful night for Dub Nation. And the twists and turns of an NBA season or something else, man. You remember last summer, you and Kobe, we were talking about Hey, who should the Warriors get? Should they get K-Love? Should they get Sabonis? Maybe uh, Boogie Cousins? And here we are, what, nine and a half months, ten months later, and we're talking about keeping this band together. So it's just beautiful how this team has come together. And you just six, four or five months ago, they're talking about breaking it up because we were on a losing streak when Draymond and Steph were out. But to come full circle and to be this close, man, we're one game away from the big dance, and this is their opportunity, brother. This is, I think we talked about this before, every other team out there, Minnesota, Memphis, all these guys are going to be fully stacked next year. And if we're going to get this done, they, they got to get it done now because, you know, who knows what's happening in the offseason. And uh, I'm, just, I'm just, as a Warrior fan for, like, 40 years. I'm just excited, brother. Appreciate it. You have a great evening. Stay safe. 888-957-9570. Thanks, uh, that guy. Appreciate you checking in, as always. It really is remarkable when you think about it, just how quickly things can change. And it was, it, it just didn't look possible a, a year ago. We, we talked about how many things had to go right for the Warriors if they were going to put themselves back into championship contention. Clay Thompson had to come back and resemble his former self? Could Steph Curry play at an MVP level? Could Andrew Wiggins make a jump? Could Jordan Poole turn into a bona fide rotation player? Well, Wiggins has done beyond that. Wiggins turned into an all-star and a player that's that's been fantastic in 
the playoffs, Jordan Poole's turned himself into somebody that at times looks like, at a minimum, a, a future offensive star. You know, I don't know about uh, overall. I mean, the defense at times could still use some work, but it, it some of these boxes have been checked, and some of these boxes have been... I think moved up a peg and then checked, and and I think that's why the Warriors are in the situation they're in and are so close now. One win from the finals, five wins from winning an NBA championship. All right, Forty uh, ers D in Walnut Creek. What's up, Niner D? Hey, thanks a lot for having me, man, and thanks for holding down the ship in Dallas. But anyway, right, the, correct. The thing that um, <laughs> the thing that uh, really gets me is that our, our team, you know, the Warriors are playing like an anaconda. We are slowly crushing the life out of um, Detroit, I mean, uh, Dallas. They, they, they have no options. They don't know what to say. No, no matter what Luka is, is getting on the box score, it is no reflection of how the game has come out. It's almost like it's in full panic view. And the other thing I want to say is, is, is what a lot of people have said, like, Draymond Green, for example, on how much self-control he's had. Even though he got a technical, even though he's the fire guy, he hasn't been thrown out. He hasn't, you know, he, he, he held it together. And, and um, Curry has so much gravity, man, not only on a per-play basis, but he doesn't mind if other people get, you know, the love and, and the props and you know, yet inside he's got to be burning because of all this Doncic and, and and everything. We are so great. We are so fortunate. Not we're losing you there. Appreciate the call. We'll move on. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. I'm glad you mentioned the Draymond Green technical foul. And look, it was a it was a bad call. Replay showed that the backcourt violation should not have been a backcourt violation. But the reality is, and yes, you give Draymond credit for, for not getting thrown out, but the reality of the situation is Draymond has to, uh, he was given a lot of leeway before the technical was called. Mark Davis gave him leeway. And yes, bad call, wrong, but, but a bad call doesn't mean that you automatically get the opportunity to, to maybe get yourself kicked out of the game. Like, Draymond could have made his point and even made it again and not picked up a technical foul in that situation. And and still been right, as as the replay proved to be true, as, as we could all see. It's not about right or wrong. It's about the composure. And and so I'm, I'm glad you brought up Draymond Green as far as, 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 far as that goes. Uh, let's go ahead and hear from Steve Kerr as he addressed the media following the game here uh, inside Dallas, Warriors win at 109-100, to 100, and the head coach addressed the assembled media. Steve, coming into the series, there's a lot of talk about Luka versus Steph and, you know, the battle for the best point guard in the league. And I'm just wondering, how do you think Steph has performed um, at the ripe old age? Of I, I just, um, I hate that stuff. I know I'm a crusty old coach, but it's, it's you know, it's a basketball game. There's, there's 10 people on the floor and both those guys are amazing players, but it's about uh, which team plays better, which team can uh, <clears throat> stay connected and stay together and execute. And uh, our guys have done a good job of that. So Steph's, Steph was brilliant tonight. His conditioning level is um, amazing. They're putting him in every pick and roll and he's out there flying around defensively and then uh, playing at such a high level on the offensive end. Uh, 
it's remarkable to watch him play. What do you think of the Wiggins poster dunk and uh, the offensive foul call? Yeah, it was an amazing dunk. I mean, we, we've seen Wiggs do that before, where he can, if he gets a, a head of steam and he can, you know, get get that two foot jump. He's so explosive, and uh, I was I was surprised at the call, um, but glad we had the uh, the challenge left. Talk about uh, Moses Moody. What has happened over the last couple games that got you confidence to use him right now? I think the matchup, you know, we kind of felt even before game one that Moses um, could fit this series well. Uh, he played well against Dallas in the regular season. Obviously, we have to throw a lot of different bodies uh, at Doncic, and uh, Moses is a, a tough defender. You know, he's got uh, good length and strength, and he fights. You know, he's in there boxing out and getting on the floor. He got a key offensive rebound for us in the uh, the second half. I think uh, Clay turned it into a, a three-point shot off of a free throw. Confidence in somebody like that along the way when they're not playing for a series or two series all year long the work that our coaching staff does with uh, our reserve players helping them develop uh, not only through work but through confidence and perspective and so our coaching staff has done a really good job with all of our young guys and uh, and they've uh, they've really responded well and and competed and, and been ready when when I've called upon them did you happen to see Steph look like he tripped over like a vendor like in the second quarter on the sideline there? Unfortunately, it's okay, but did you happen to see what happened? I did not see it, no, sorry. See, this is Andrew's first extended playoff run, right? And we always hear playoffs are different. We also talked about throughout the regular season how an assertive and aggressive Andrew is, is the best version of Andrew. Have you seen like there is a playoff Draymond, just like a playoff Andrew kind of come out and really just assert himself throughout this series and the entire playoff run? Uh, yeah, yeah. He's um, and, and the way it's really showing up, I think, is in on the glass. These have been great stretches of rebounding from Wiggs, a lot of offensive boards. He had uh, six of them tonight, you know, giving us extra possessions. Um, he's just had a, a great run. He had a great season. He had a, a, you know, a little bit of a dry spell kind of towards the end of the year for a few weeks, but most people do. It's a long, long year, but he was an all-star for a reason. He's a, a fantastic two-way player. Uh, you don't win in the playoffs without guys like Wiggs. You know, we're basically mirroring uh, Doncic's minutes uh, so that Wiggs can stay on him. And um, he's another guy like Steph who um, just never seems to get tired. He's in amazing shape. So it's obviously really difficult to win in the postseason. Just what does it take, I guess, for you guys to win as much as you guys have and had this kind of success? Well, mainly it takes the, the you know the talent of the players uh, to be able to uh, to go out and do it. And we were blessed with um, amazing talent with with um, not only Steph, Clay, Draymond, and Wiggs, but uh, you know Looney has has had such a, a huge impact not only this year but over the years in the playoffs for us. And we got a really nice bench um, with some rookies and newcomers. And it's always about the players and and what kind of talent you have. And we have a lot of talent. You know, you ran a guys a lot, right? The minutes are higher than yeah. normal. How aware of you that Dallas is doing the same thing? And that was kind of the chess match you were playing, like the battle of attrition? Uh, quite aware, you know, and obviously Otto's uh, exit made that a little tougher. But, um, yeah, we we uh, played three guys, uh, you know, 39-plus minutes, which we rarely do, but it's the playoffs, so you do you do what you have to do. Before this game, you guys were the favorites to win the title. I know you don't d- deal on that kind of thing, but do you feel like you should be the favorites? Is this team playing like a championship favorite? 
Yeah, you said it in your question. I don't deal with that that kind of stuff. So um, I uh, I love the the position we're in. I love the fact that our team came in and and um, got the win tonight. You know, this was the one we felt like we had to get coming here up 2-0. You, you've got to take advantage of your momentum. You you can't let a team uh, back in. And uh, we know how good Dallas is. So I'm just really proud of uh, the way our guys played tonight and competed and and got the job done. You do that. You circle. One or, uh, I mean, obviously you want to win all the games, but do you circle sets of games and this, this one more, you know, whatever? I, I just think there are circumstances in every series that you have to acknowledge. And, um, you know, I, I think our, our comeback win in game two put us in a great spot coming here with only a day in between because we – you know, we, we were in, in command, but they played a great game in game two. And um, we were lucky enough to, to pull it out. But um, sometimes um, trying to respond, you know, to a game like that, you know, coming home um, is it, difficult. We've been on the other side of that, too. And uh, so we wanted to really come out and get off to a good start. And, and we did that. You guys were up eight late. Luca hit a three to cut it to eight, and you called timeout. There was only like 140 left. You're still in control, but what did you sense at that moment why a timeout was needed? You know, the whole point of, of the game at that stretch is is no threes and no fouls. You know, we, we, we talk about it all the time. When the game calls for that, you get up. You don't fall asleep. You get up. We got one of the greatest players in the world coming down. Uh, he makes threes in his sleep, and the game's not over, and – we just let him walk into a three-pointer. So um, we just we fell asleep there for a second. All right, so Steve Kerr reining it in there and raising the minutes of the star players, getting caught up in that chess match, obviously saying he did want to let the Mavs feel like they have life. And if the Warriors had been able uh, to, to have a chance to, to close him out, uh, he felt like because of the comeback win, tonight was a night to maybe extend and try and end this thing. It's a lot like having a, a chance to to put – it's like bringing your closer in for, for an extra couple of outs or maybe for an extra inning in a playoff game in baseball where you feel like you can really snuff the life out of, of the opponent. And uh, so the Warriors were, were able to do that. And, and, look, the other part of this equation with playing some of the regulars more minutes is just the simple fact that the Warriors are now down another rotation player. They lost Otto Porter Jr. again, already without Iguodala, already without Gary Payton II. And so in a game like this, and Moses Moody was was playing and giving the Warriors minutes. And so I think at that point it becomes a, a situation where, I mean, even Juan Toscano-Anderson got in for, for five minutes tonight because of the Porter injury. So you clamp it down. You extend minutes, and that's exactly what Steve Kerr did. 39 for Wiggins, 39 for Clay, 39 for Steph, and the Warriors able to get the win. You're listening to 95.7 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1 San Francisco, an Odyssey station brought to you by DuckDuckGo. Privacy Simplified, John Dickinson inside American Airlines Center in Dallas. Warriors one win away from the Western Conference Finals. Let's get back to the phones here. Uh, Andrea in Berkeley. Uh, up next on 95.7 The Game. Andrea, how are you tonight? Uh, thanks for thanks for chiming in. Oh, sure. Great show. How are you? Doing well. Doing very well tonight. Yeah, no, that was an exciting win. Um, you know, it was interesting um, when uh, Steph accidentally um, bumped into that um, vendor. It was like, oh, that's very Mercury Retrograde. Um, that's um, Planets That Rules Communication and um, little snafus here and there that's, um, uh, well, May 10 to June 3rd. But most important, Mars is in Pisces right now, 
and Mars is energy, assertion, and aggression, and Steph Curry is a Pisces. So when we have a Mars transit to our sun, it's only once every two years, and it gives us extra strong energy and power and willpower. And he was born March 14, 1988. I should have a birth time, 1.51 p.m. Akron, Ohio. Uh, oh, yeah, the same birthplace as LeBron. And, um, right. Him being, yeah, that's always been interesting. So um, when Mars uh, connects to your sun, you have extra energy. And Mars is a crucial planet um, for an athlete. So um, timing is everything. Like Damon always says, timing is life, life is timing. So we're really liking that. And um, it, it was just really um, exciting to see the game and, and just see how well um, – they did. Thanks for the call. Appreciate it. Al and Alameda from Andrea to Al on 95.7 The Game. Hey, Al. Hey, hi. Good evening. Thank you for taking my call here. Yes, uh, I just want to have a little touch on Steve Kerr's coaching here tonight. Here, You know, uh, he made some adjustments like uh, game two. You know, he, he, he did some two, three defense. And tonight, as we saw that again, and another defense on that. And and also, I'm sure that the way Draymond Green was getting in, in one of those trouble again, I'm sure he 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 uh, kind of uh, calmed down, and that was good part of Draymond Green because you know he he already got technical there, and how many fouls he got? I think four and five, and he was he was smart enough to calm down in there. He figures that they needed him so much in there for defense and. You know, that's a coaching from um, Steve Kerr. And I know we're doing like seven or eight players rotation in there. And and that's pretty good. And that's that's pretty hard for other team to do that. And and Dallas is doing us a favor right now. In game seven, they slapped them. And for us to be here, uh, Dallas did us a good favor against Phoenix. Because right now, against Phoenix, I think we will be having a hard time. But I'm sure we would win against Phoenix. But that, that was a good game tonight, and thanks for Steve Kerr and the crew. Everybody chipped in. It's, it's not like just one-man crew, like having 40, 50, 50 points. Thank you for uh, taking right. the call. Bye. Yeah, th- thanks for the call, Al. R- really appreciate it. 888-957-9570. Uh, Al and Alameda checking in there. Uh, good, good stuff from Al. As far as... As Draymond goes, and as far as Steve Kerr mixing up the defenses again, uh, some zone. Moses Moody was was the one in the box and one for for the Warriors uh, in, in, in stretches tonight. It was out of a timeout. I mean, there there were times where the Warriors coming out of a timeout would just shift the defense just for a couple of plays, and, and that's been something prevalent throughout the whole series. And, and it's almost the Mavs look like they've never even practiced going up against uh, any any kind of a zone or the, or the box and one and the like. So credit to the Warriors and Steve Kerr for knowing when uh, to do it. As far as the Suns go, and yeah, I, I said it at the time, and I know everybody else was kind of going down the road of, oh, Dallas, 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 and no disrespect to Dallas, but I, I still f- would fear the Phoenix Suns more than the Dallas Mavericks from a Golden State Warriors point of view. And look, the Mavs deserved to win that series. They were the better team. They outplayed them, especially in the last two games of the series, but really in all the games that they played in this building, three, four, and six. And they won game seven and, and blew the doors off the thing and, and dominated and, and, and deserved to win. 
that can be true, and it can also be a break for the Warriors if they didn't have to play Phoenix. And I've thought that from the moment that game tipped and it was going to be a dominant Dallas victory uh, a week ago tonight that the Warriors were catching a major break. And it wasn't that the Warriors weren't going to beat Phoenix or couldn't beat Phoenix, but the layout of the series without home court advantage, it was going to be destined to go six games. There was a window, a pathway for the Warriors to end this series in five and now there's an opportunity for the Warriors to end this series in four. The Mavs didn't scare me at all. I think everybody got caught up a little bit, prisoner of the moment. Uh, that's why I took a step back and said Warriors in five when everybody else was was overreacting to the seven, six. Da, da, da. Dallas, again, no disrespect. They earned their win. They deserved to win. Dallas ain't that good. <laughs> they just aren't. I mean, Reggie Bullock stunk tonight. Maxi Kleber has stunk in this series. Dwight Powell has stunk in this series. How about Reggie Bullock and, and Maxi Kleber tonight? 0 for 15 combined, 0 for 12 from 3. Awful in the in the game tonight and really awful for the most part uh, in this series. So uh, yeah, I think when it's all said and done, not that the Warriors wouldn't have beat them, but the Mavs did the Warriors a favor by knocking the Suns out and I think that at a minimum is going to mean that the Warriors only had to play a five-game series instead of a seven-game series in the, in the conference finals. All right, let's keep it rolling. Heartbreak Dizzy, uh, you're next here on 95.7 The Game. Oh, uh, Filmo Mike. Filmo Mike, then, is next. What's oh, up, Filmo? Man, what's up, what's up, what's up, J.D.? <clears throat> hey, J.D., I just want to say, bro, you do a great job of covering the Warriors, man. I appreciate your sacrifice. You know, you go away from your family. You, I know you probably don't get the best Southwest airline flight to get, to cover the words, but hey, man, I really appreciate it. Anyway, though, Steve Kerr, hell of a coaching job. He's changed. He used to call it junk defenses. Now he loved it throwing junk defenses. Draymond Green, <laughs> I loved how he kept his composure. He had a he had a he had a very very solid game. Hopefully, Otto Porter, Porter could get better. Steph Curry, Andre is right. Steph Curry, the last two games, two and a half games, he's been he don't like how people have been disrespect. I've been on this, I've been harping on this. He don't like the yep. disrespect, and I love when people disrespect him. You feel me? Or now I'm not gonna call it disrespect it's like a slight. It's like, okay, you think I'm really yeah. not? Okay, I am really him. Um, um you were you you're completely right when you talked about um damn, I hate when I forget. What I was going to say um, was it Phoenix? Was it was it Dallas? Was it? Yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you. I said the same thing. I said the same thing. I don't mean to flex on it, but I had to flex moment today. I said, bro, why are we scared of Dallas when we wanted to play Dallas in the first round? They're not. They're like you said. They're not better than us, man. Thank you. I don't want to ramble on. Y'all have a great show, yeah. baby. Craig, what's up? I see you. Appreciate it. Thank you for the kind words. Eight 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 nine five seven nine five seven zero. Again, no no disrespect to to the Mavs. They earned the right to be here. They won the freaking series. But the Suns were always going to be a tougher matchup for the Warriors than than the Mavs. If anything, the Suns Mavs series showed us that the Warriors would have had a better shot to beat the Suns than maybe it had looked like previously. But the Phoenix Suns, from the standpoint of who's playing the Warriors are the better team. Like, let's just 
Let's just be real uh, about that one. All right, let's get to uh, our shot of the game, and it's a doozy tonight presented by the County of Santa Clara. Here it is. Curry will bring it across, takes it to the logo, goes left on Brunson, driving in, skipped it over to Wiggins. Wiggins puts it on the deck. He'll drive the glass, goes up. For oh, the oh, my goodness. Oh, they're going to call it an offensive foul on Wiggins. They did, but it was overturned upon review. Steve Kerr keeping that challenge in his back pocket. He broke it out there, and it was overturned. Dunk counts, no foul on the play, and that was an exclamation point on Andrew Wiggins really coming of age in this playoff, in this series, and the mano a mano nature of him and Luka Doncic going at it, and that is our shot of the game for tonight, presented by the County of Santa Clara. Book a COVID-19 booster shot now at sccfreevax.org or call 211. All right, uh, one quick thought on Filmo Mike, and then we'll play some Draymond Green, and then we'll call it a night here on 95.7 The Game. I do think Curry hears, again, not not the it, – it's the subtle slight. It, it's not any blatant disrespect, but it is something as simple for me – as the conversations we were having in the three days leading up to the Warriors-Mavericks series beginning here in the conference finals. Who's the best player coming into the series? Who's the best player? And and it was widely, and I even bought it, oh, Luca's playing the best right now, but I don't like that conversation. I'm with Steve Kerr when I think it was Ann Killian of the Chronicle asks him about uh, the 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 back and forth and Steph versus Luca, and he says he hates that kind of, I hate that kind of stuff. Because the one thing you knew was, yeah, Luka, you could say, was having a better playoff the first two rounds, but Steph Curry could still be the best player in the series, or another player could still be the best player in the series when it's all said and done. It's kind of a nonsensical comment to get into because once the games start, the players on the floor are going to tell you who who the best are in that, in that given series. So, yeah, uh, I do think Curry hears it. I do think Curry is going to be thinking, oh, okay, well, the best player in the series, so to speak, might be going home 0-4. Uh, and, and we'll find out more about that on Tuesday night. All right, before we call it a night, let's go ahead and hear some post-game Draymond Green as he addresses the backcourt violation that wasn't, the technical foul, and just Andrew Wiggins and everything surrounding this big Warriors win tonight in Big D. Here's Dre the backcourt violation, technical foul, personal foul, that you really picked up your play at both ends. Is that a fair assessment to make? Yeah, it was fair. I got uh, really upset. It clearly wasn't a backcourt, and then I got a tech for saying that's whack. So, yeah, I was pissed off. Adrenaline, you played, I think, almost 40 or 40 minutes. Steph played 40. I think Wiggins 40, Clay close to 40. Was this the game where you guys were really – I mean, was this the circle of game, like, where you got to win this one? It's just a feel that you have in these series coming off of – a win like we had last game. Uh, you know, if you can come in and, and play good basketball and you can essentially put a team away tonight. Now, this team isn't going to quit. They're led by a Hall of Fame coach, Hall of Fame player, but he's Hall of Fame. Um, and a future Hall of Fame player uh, and Luka Doncic. So they won't quit. But you can you can instill a lot of doubt uh, with, with coming out and win this game. And we knew that. And so we came out with a certain intensity level and focus level that, you know, it would take to come on the road and steal one. And... You know, we did that tonight. Now the mindset changes to coming out and taking care of our business this next game. But we kind of wanted to go all in on this one for sure because we felt like it was a game that if we come out and play our game, we should win. What did you see from Andrew tonight? It's the same thing we've been seeing all playoffs, uh, taking on the challenge of guarding guys. And, you know, he took on a challenge 
been taking on this challenge for the last three games in this series and guarding Luka. And, and then on offensive end, he's he's been aggressive. He's attacking the rim. He's knocking the shot down. Uh, he's coming up with extra possessions on offensive boards. So uh, he's just been aggressive all around our playoffs. And it's been great to see. And it's obviously been huge for our team. Talked about how much you love playoff basketball. It takes your game to a whole other level. Have you seen the same thing with Andrew just thriving in this kind of intense environment that is the postseason? 100 percent. You know, that's a guy who's been criticized for being lackadaisical and the beat goes on. You know, we've heard it all. And, you know, on the biggest stage, you know, he's come through. I've always said no one talks about teams that guys are on or organizations that guys are in. No one ever talks about that. It's always the player fault. And he's showing that I'm, I'm not far off when I say that. So it's great to see. Absolutely amazing to see him pick up his level of play. He was like this at the beginning of the season, which is why he became an all-star, you know, and then he kind of hit a little lull there after all-star, which is normal, especially after your first all-star game. And, you know, then he's he's picked it back up and it's been absolutely amazing for us as a team and for him as a player. Draymond, you've played a lot of playoff games with Steph Curry. Do you notice anything different about the way he's playing now compared to early on? Uh, he's been extremely, extremely aggressive. You know, that's what we need. I think he's always been aggressive. I don't really see any difference other than maturity. You know, you know what to expect now. You know how to win. You know all of these things. And so I think the, the biggest thing I see is maturity and, and just being ready and knowing what it takes in these situations. You thought of the defensive game plan in this series. I think it's been incredible. I think, you know, in making Luca work, you know, we don't want to just fall into switches. You know, that's what they want. And so I think our coaching staff did an incredible job, as they always do. I told y'all before, I've never gone into a playoff game feeling like I wasn't prepared or another team was better prepared than us. And our coaching staff continues to do an amazing job. And and then at equally as important, guys are following the game plan. Obviously, we've had some breakdowns here and there, and that's going to happen. But guys are following the game plan and sticking to it. And that's why we're in the position we're in up 3-0 with a chance to close out come Tuesday. How difficult – you guys – I guess first question on this. Do you feel like this is the most you guys have ever switched defenses with it? You know, it seems like possession to possession is something different at times. I think so. You know, we've – Went through that some during the season and practiced it, but it's been really on the fly in these playoffs and got to give credit to, to Mike Brown on that. I think when you're playing against a guy like Luca, you, you just never really want to give him a steady diet of anything. You know, you can you can pick what you think is the absolute best coverage against a guy. And if you keep doing that and say it works and it works and it works, if you keep doing that, a guy like that, he's going to figure it out. And so you want to try to keep him off balance. And I think we've done a pretty good job of it. How challenging is that, though, from a player perspective to, you know, keep looking over the sideline, keep, you know, figuring out what you're in? And You know, we try to designate a guy or two uh, to kind of look over at Mike on the way back every time because he's changing the calls. Like I said, it's something that we've practiced all year where he'll come to myself, he'll come to Otto, he'll come to Andre uh, when Andre was playing and say, hey, you got to look at me because I'm, I'm changing the defenses. And so, you know, it's kind of like a, a defensive coordinator sending a signal to a middle linebacker and they're sending the signal on to the guy. So it's been it's been effective for us and it's a weapon in our arsenal. Draymond, with your team one win away from the NBA Finals and the Mavericks one loss away from elimination, what kind of game are you expecting on Tuesday night? It's going to be a very hard game. No one gets to the conference finals and quits. Never happens. Um, up 3-0. Up three one, whatever. Uh, it no one ever quits, and so we're not expecting them to come out and quit. We're expecting them to come out, put their best foot forward. Ultimately, think if we put our best foot forward, we give ourselves a chance to win the game. But being one win away from the finals means absolutely nothing. You know, it just means that.
you have to win one more game and that game isn't going to be easy. So we got to make sure we come in with an even better focus level than we did tonight. And I thought it was incredible. But closeout games are always the toughest. So we got to come out and win the game. They're not going to give it to us. Draymond, I'm sure you've seen a lot of big poster dunks. Just your thoughts on Andrews. Absolutely incredible. He's been attacking like that. And, you know, that's always our battle cry to him. Like, forget going lay the ball up, go dunk. He's been attacking like that all playoffs. He got a couple posters this playoff, and that one was on Luca. So it just means more. You you can, when you get a poster on a superstar like that, that it just means a little bit more. So it was incredible. And do you get a, a little bit of a sense of joy when a little more joy when you win a challenge like that, with the coach's challenge? Absolutely. But I didn't think it was a foul in the first place live. So to win a challenge and know the play stands, like we saw Anthony Edwards dunk this year and they got called off and I thought that should have been a block as well and um or no cause he kind of jumped over the guy but we saw that and like you don't see that play much because it didn't count and so it would have been a shame to see that one not count so I'm happy they got it right I know you're in the middle of the competition it's hard to think about the big picture but when you're going on a run like you did uh, to start the game or even to close the first half are you thinking this is what a championship team plays like 100 percent. we knew we had to come out and start this game off right kind of seize control not come out frantic not come out turning the ball over just come out and be solid and to see that we were able to say that's what we wanted to do and actually do it like that was another step of growth for this team because although we've been saying it, we haven't been able to do that and and to actually come out and guys be locked in from the start to the from the start to the finish I think that was a huge step in this in this team's growth. All right, great stuff there from Draymond Green. I'm with them on on the Wiggins dunk. It was too good of a dunk to get wiped away uh, on the offensive foul. And yeah, I definitely don't think it, it was a charge. Probably a no call as it wound up being upon review. But an awesome, awesome moment that's uh, gonna gonna live on uh, if this team winds up uh, going on and, and doing something special which they're one game away now from having an opportunity to do the xfinity mobile text line couple of texts to get to here 925 jd how much trash are you going to talk to steiny after the dubs sweep well i i had the dubs in five so it's not exactly like i'm going to be 100 percent correct if the warriors do sweep although i did say on the show friday that all of my predictions in the playoffs have actually been one game two, two in favor of the Warriors opponent. So I had Denver in six. I'm sorry, I had the Warriors in six over Denver. Let me clarify that. Warriors in six over Denver. They won in five. I had Warriors in seven over Memphis. They won in six. So if that stayed true to form, the Warriors in five call, and I warned Steiny, the Warriors in five call could wind up being Warriors in four if that uh, wound up continuing to to come uh, to fruition. So, uh, but no, all in good fun. Guru back tomorrow, by the way. So uh, keep it locked here on ninety five seven. The game from from twelve and tw- until three. I don't know uh, anything. Good stuff there. The four oh eight. Uh, I agree with you, JD. Uh, Styles make fights. Didn't want to see Phoenix. Great take on Phoenix from the from the five one zero. Also had some Moses Moody love, and we didn't talk a lot about Moody. The five one zero Moody, great this game. Made the right plays every time. Brought some hustle. Had a rebound after the miss miss free throw. Warriors had a couple of rebounds off of miss free throws. One led to the the clay big time dagger three. A lot of hustle plays. Good stuff there. And Moody was the one in the box and one tonight on Luca and did a, a nice job with the Warriors switching up the the defenses uh, back and forth there. So, yeah, a lot of people uh, talking about uh, what's going on uh, with the Warriors tonight in this Phoenix 
Dallas comparison. The 707, I think, brings up another great point. Sometimes it's not who you play, but when you play them, Dallas might have been harder round one or two for the dubs, but now the Warriors are clicking. And I, I think the most dangerous thing about the Warriors, and we had somebody else that pointed this out, is the fact that when you, you take a step back, like Steph is playing great, but still not necessarily at the level that he was three, four, five, six years ago. Clay not at the level he was three, four, five, six years ago. Draymond is playing some championship basketball, but I don't think is consistently at the level that he's been at three, four, five, six years ago. But you know what? The Warriors are still in position to win an NBA championship. Why? It's the emergence of Wiggins. It's the emergence of, of Jordan Poole and the others. Kevon Looney still a major factor in that, which is why the Warriors are one win away now for uh, getting back to the NBA Finals. And they've also won nine consecutive Western Conference Finals games going all the way back to the 2018 Game 6 and 7 when the Dubs beat the Rockets. Quick one, uh, the Warriors do get home court in the NBA Finals. Regardless of who they play, Warriors were 2 nothing up on Miami uh, in the season series. So they both won 53. So even if it is Miami, and we can't write them off, they have a 2-1 series lead over Boston. And we keep talking Boston, Boston, Boston. And I, I think they're the better team, but you got to give major credit to Miami with the defense that they've played. So that'll do it uh, for me. Good stuff tonight. Thanks to Sterling Bennett. Thanks to Craig Valentino, everybody in our San Francisco studios for putting this thing together. Uh, I'm John Dickinson. Back tomorrow, I'm going to be joining Willard and Dibbs uh, from Dallas, I think at 10.30 tomorrow. Should be on with Steiny and Guru at some point uh, in the afternoon as they are back together after Goo had the last couple of days off. Happy birthday to Goo. They'll be mixing it up beginning at noon. And then Warriors Live, 4.30 on Tuesday as I'll uh, join uh, Damon and Ratto here from Dallas. And then I'll have Warriors wrap up with Whitey Gleason from Big D. And we could be talking about the Warriors getting back to the NBA Finals. That'll do it. Warriors get the win. 109-100. 3 nothing series advantage. You heard it right here on 95.7 The Game. Good night. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever. Or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.